Welcome to Frickety Frack, we do talk back. Thank you for joining me in this episode. My name is Patrick and I'm Frack. Frickety Frack, we do talk back is a show where I discuss different aspects of fandom and how they relate to the gospel. And so we're going to be going through an episode of My Hero Academia and connected to teachings from the Bible. Uh, the name of the show comes from my dad, who dubbed my brother and me Frick and Frack since we were kids. Alright, so I'm going to be going over the episode uh, of My Hero Academia. It's the technically second episode of the third season, but it's the first canon episode of the, of the season. It's also episode 40, and it's called Wild Wild Pussycats. Alright, so uh, with this episode, it starts the story arc um, with... Uh, class 1A and 1B going to the forest to train under the hero team, the Wild Wild Pussycats. And uh, and so during this uh, time, they're going to be working on growing as uh, and as heroes, you know, raising up their powers. But since this is, in fact, a story arc involving Class 1A and 1B, uh, that means we get the return of Monoma, Monoma, and uh, and the joy that he brings, and that's wonderful because you know he's he's up there for me and and Manetta for being the most annoying uh, character in My Hero Academia, but you know he but he's always under control by Kendo, uh, and so it's always one of those things where you're just kind of like Monoma knock him out, he's good to go. Uh, and so during that training, during the, the trek to the Pussycats uh, training area, uh, they stop and then they get introduced to Pixie Bob and Mandalay. And because, you know, Deku is once again meeting new heroes for the first time, he gushes over them. And he gets to show off just how much he knows about uh, the, you know, Mandalay and Pixie Bob and the uh, Wild Wild Pussycats. And, of course, some hilarity ensues because there's some talk about age and things like that. And so, they, you know, they kind of take it a little bit personally, especially Pixie Bob. And uh, so it's just really kind of funny how that all works out. And... Uh, and it's just one of those, you know, those great funny moments where, you know, you can tell that there's the the darkness that is coming from our academia. Uh, if you have not seen these episodes further down the line, uh, you're going to be in for a treat. But the darkness isn't there yet. You know, this is very much, you know, still very lighthearted. The, the world of villainy and things like that just it hasn't really crept in yet. So there's still this wonderful humor and, and fun that is going on uh, in this time with meeting Mandalay and Pixie Bob. Uh, and so, uh, you know, the students of Class 1A are, are like, okay, you know, we're, you know, they, they uh, Mandalay points out and says, like, all right, this is where you're going uh, to get to the base. You know, you can be there in three hours or you're going to miss lunch. And they're like, what? And then they get shoved off into the beast forest using Pixie Bob's power. And so uh, in this moment, we get to see uh, the increase in the technical ability uh, and growth of the hero students up to this point. Uh, this has some of the best uh, work that is 
uh, combat work uh, of the students. Uh, and um, and then we start seeing actually some really great team ups and some combo work. Like Sue and Ochako are a great team together because of their ability works really well with one another as they you know so they're fighting all these mud and rock monsters that pixie bob is creating and and so we get to see all of this and then uh, of course we also get to see uh, momo's love of giant cannons again um uh deku and ida are uh, do some great work together as well alongside bakugo and todoroki their rivalry continuing uh in these moments uh, continue as well and we're, we're seeing some really um, wonderful you know just some great combat and, and because they're told us you get to go full out in the forest but you know what you see is what you get you know you gotta you know if you, you gotta get through there if you want to get food uh, and so I, I will have to say this about this episode uh, unfortunately there is some fan service in, in this episode um, but Mineta's actions are condemned as a whole by both Ida and then later Koda. Um, I'm, I'm not going to post any of the pictures or the videos from these scenes uh, just because I it's just inappropriate to share. And so I just want to, you know, prepare anyone who hasn't watched this episode yet. There's, it is a bit, but this is pretty high up there um, for fan service moments uh, in this episode with involving a bathing scene. Um, but anywho... Uh, but so now introducing Kono, we get just a, a, a taste of what his origin is uh, for Kono. That you know, we find out that both of his parents uh, were heroes and they died in the line of duty. And so uh, Kono comes under the care of Mandalay and has been staying alongside the Wild Wild Pussycats uh, while they uh, work. And so, um and so that's where he is, and it's been him for a couple years now. And uh, Coda uh, hates heroes, and so we're going to find more about that uh, in later episodes. Uh, but you know, we we just get kind of this taste. This is kind of the first non-villain person that we really have met who is not a fan of heroes. Uh, and so, at the end of this episode, the uh, the students finally arrive, they, you know, take their bath, they rest, and then so they start their training early in the morning, and Aizawa says, like, alrighty, let's, you know, Bakugo, show me what you got, and so it goes back to one of the first episodes where um, Bakugo launches um, the ball with his power at full, at, at, as hard as he can, and back then, it was, you know, a little bit over 700 meters, and uh, and so they're like, all right, I bet he's way stronger before. And he launches it and launches as far as you can go. And he's only just a little bit stronger than he was. I think he gains like seven meters uh, in distance. And so Aizawa says, look, you know, you guys have increased in, as, your, as students and as heroes, but... Um, you haven't gained in strength. So this summer, this summer camp experience, we are going to be upping your power uh, like nobody's business. They're going to spend this entire time working on increasing their power. Uh, and so uh, those were the things that were uh, that I found really interesting uh, in this episode. So for the biblical theme, 
uh, comes from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. This is what it says. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Uh, so one of the main things that happens in this episode uh, happens with, uh, you know, Mineta, you know, he gets off the bus and he needs to use the bathroom. Totally normal. It's not a big deal. And so he's just trying to find somewhere to go. And so then, as I said, you know, Pixie Bomb uses her quirk and launches all the students into the forest. And Mineta's like, I can't wait any longer and goes into uh, the trees to, you know, take care of it. But so he's the first one that runs into a monster. And uh, and so he doesn't, he freezes, he gets attacked by a monster, and Deku uh, responds very quickly, saving Mineta, getting him out of the way. And then that's followed up by uh, Bakugo, Todoroki, and Ida, uh, then destroying the monster, working together, and then with Deku um, smashing it himself. Uh, and so that's what they have to do. Like, as I shared, like there's some, there's some really great combat and teamwork that's being done by the students. So all of the students uh, make it to the base camp and they're all exhausted. They're all worn out. They're in pain um, uh, from the use of their quirks, maybe from slightly from injuries. We don't really know. And so, but at the end of it, once uh, Pixie Bob uh, praises Deku, Bakugo, Todoroki, and Ida, especially for their work in the forest. Uh, she said that they were the standouts and makes a comment recognizing that these four must have a little bit more experience in combat uh, that pushed them ahead of their classmates, that they're a little bit ahead of the others in that way. Now, I'm saying that those four are the best four heroes in the class, but you know, right now, experience-wise, they're the ones that have the best reaction time, the ones most likely to not go back in fear, because that's what happened with just about everyone else. They saw the monster, Mineta totally froze, but everyone else was like, what? What do we do? And those four instinctively went into uh to battle they say you know they you know deku saved Mineta, then bakugo um, todoroki and ito weakened the monster and as i said deku finishes uh, the monster off with a smash and so they all acted out in fear uh, and but because of their their time uh and training and and the, just their natural instinct like you know ito deku and todoroki they fought stain and Bakugo, he went, he was the happiest he can be when he was at the USJ in season one. I mean, he probably was the one who, uh, other than Todoroki, probably took out the most bad guys, you know, other than All Might. Um, and so they they had that time where they learned courage with that experience. And so when I was thinking about this episode, um, I think about what causes us fear in, in today's world. There's, you know, oppression, there's violence, there's um, misinformation, there's lying, there's so much negative and evil out in the world that, it, you know, it's, there's a lot that, you know, the media is, is actually paid to sell us fear. They, they want us to be afraid because if, you, if they get the clicks or the views, uh, they, that gets advertisements and that gives them money so that they can do the news. Uh, 
And so they sell what works. And so that's a real struggle uh, that, you know, we have to balance with the news that we're given, but also with the news that's true. But so the they're wanting fear so that they can get money money and we're afraid and we want to be reassured be told what to be afraid of but instead we're supposed to have the the spirit uh, not of fear but of power and love and self-control this is really important now the holy spirit is with us uh when jesus said that he's like i'm going to ascend into heaven but then the advocate's going to come and he the, ad, the holy spirit is going to finish what i have begun and so the Holy Spirit is what binds the whole church together. And the Holy Spirit is what empowers disciples to do great things in God's name. And it's the Holy Spirit that uh, equips us to do those things. And so we have to learn and practice on how to rely on the Holy Spirit. Because we are going to face times of fear. We're going to face times when we have a loved one who's dying in the hospital and we don't know what to do. But instead, we can rely on the Spirit that when we face those moments, that we know how much we are loved. And then the Spirit will guide us that how to be there for our family, how to uh, talk to those who are dying. And we can take, get training for that as well because the people who have done that in life, like I, I mean, I'm a pastor, pastor at Richland's Methodist Church. I've been there for people who are facing tough times. And I was able to give them words of encouragement, but they weren't my words. They were the Holy Spirit's words. And because I'm able to rely on the Holy Spirit, I have the faith and the, uh, the courage to uh, do uh, what God has asked of me. And so the more I rely on the Holy Spirit, the more I act in the Spirit. So I want to encourage you in that, that if you are uh, struggling with that, take the time pray, find a spiritual mentor and ask them, how do I rely on the Holy Spirit more and more so I can have a spirit of power and love and self-control? Because if all you get is power, but you do not love, then you're not getting anything. But if you gain the power and you do not have self-control, then you're not gaining anything. Because the power of the Holy Spirit comes with giving, uh, receiving God's love, but also with us being able to share that love with others. And then we'll, we'll also have the self-control to always rely on the Holy Spirit as well. So if we're not doing that, then you're not gaining the Spirit. So gain the Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit into your life. The Holy Spirit wants to be with you. Amen. So how would I rate this episode? So this episode was really good. It expanded the world a little bit more because Coda is going to be providing a view of uh people outside of the normal where like you know up really basically up until this point there's villains and those who are heroes and those who worship heroes uh, we don't get a lot of we haven't got a lot of um outside opinions uh from that in my hero academia so that's a great great part um there's some really interesting things happening i, I love the combo moves that you get to see in this episode and so I would give this a perfect five episode, but because of the, the fan service, um, I'm going to knock it down to a 4.5. If they, if they had done a little bit better to, to cover stuff up and, and maybe not even like they could have kept the scene, that's fine. But like they did the peek over and it's just like back in 
I think it was um, season one where they did the locker room scene. If they had just skipped that, going to that image and just been like done with the consequence, I think that would have been better um, in my opinion. So I'm going to go with 4.5. I mean, it's almost perfect. They just cut just like three seconds of visual. This episode would have been perfect. All right, so uh, any one of the questions for me about the biblical lesson that I talked about in this episode or any other discussion ranging from anime, comics, or just anything in general, feel free to email me at talkback at gmail.com or reach out to me on Twitter at FrickityF or at FrickityFrack on Instagram and Facebook. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Leave a comment in the comment section if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, yeah, I do a really, I think I do a really good job of responding in a timely manner. And if you ask a really great question, uh, either by email or on the comments, I'll read the question uh, on the next episode when I uh, when I re read it. I would be more than happy to do that, and we might have some really great discussion that way. So remember that I love you. Most importantly, God loves you, and plus ultra. <laughs>